can hear that, by the way. Oh, right, cool. And we are live! What's, What's going, going on, everybody? Welcome, Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band to learn how to rock more. And suck less here in Georgia, Diana Johnson! In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. So, so we're, we're doing... doing uh, People were talking talking about doing a live stream while we're doing the actual recording. So that is what we are doing now. Yep. Um, We we will do our best not to uh, get too far off course, but we figured we'd clue some people in in, into how this whole thing goes down uh, from the get-go. How's your week been, man? Oh, so this week I am at a conference that was supposed to be in New Orleans, but it's not. It's not. It's it's right right here instead. It's all virtual. Are, Are you at the conference? I'm, I mean, if you looked at what I'm doing all day, it's not my job, my normal job. It's the job I do at a conference, um, okay. sessions and whatnot. I presented, uh, th- this morning, um, virtually, which was nerve wracking. I'm usually a real good presenter, but doing it this way kind of stressed me out, but it's done. It's all done. It's all good. It's all done. So did you wear pants? Um, no, no, I did not wear nice. pants. I wore this shirt. So it kind of looked like I'm official. Yeah. Did not wear pants. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm that 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 is the unfortunate thing about this being a visual medium. I am basically wearing like a tank top and a hoodie, um, but that's that's my brand, you know. Exactly, I embrace it. No, that's what you wear on stage. I mean, yeah, all the time. If I was doing, you know, sound checks, maybe. Yeah. So, well, that's good. Um, the presentation went well, I guess. Then? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. We got through it. Got some good feedback. It was all fine. Um. Yep. And then, so then we were talking tonight about starting to record. Um, there is suddenly music happening in my front yard and I look out and it's, um, a local guy who's a blues dude, Corey Luchin, who's fantastic. And his sax player yep. playing a concert on the next door front porch, which is a bed and breakfast. And they do a Wednesday takeaway pizza thing. And they have a pizza stove in their kitchen. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it was all good. And, um, uh, and they sounded good, but the, having them be, um, all snuggled up next to each other on the porch made me really uncomfortable. So, yeah. I had a weird situation, like my entire extended family, like my brothers and their spouses and their kids all wanted to get together at like a farm close by. And, um, I, I didn't, we didn't go. Yeah. It was just, I, I don't know. Yeah. This, and, and, you know, I live in Georgia and we are not necessarily getting a whole lot of good press right now about that whole situation. Whatever. Um, we will continue to be sheltering in place. Yeah. On another note, what you what you got? You got anything good? Uh, beverage wise? Yeah. Oh, oh well, well, what I have here is an Odin Brewing uh Tempest in a Tulip double northeast uh IPA. Tempest okay. in a Tulip. And so Odin Brewing are buddies of mine. I played there a lot yep. and um hope to again someday. So I'm drinking a uh Scofflaw Hooligan IPA. Nice. I don't know. If, it's not a double, but it is 7% ABV, so it might as well be. It's practically a double. Um, yeah. Schultz well, uh commenting on the live stream. Oh. Sup, my dudes, he says. He's just magazine in it. I know. I know. Salty, Such a dingus. Dog. Love you. <laughs> yes, indeed. What about you? So what have you been up to you, this week? Well, you know, I'm just doing the damn thing. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, it's starting, I basically have, and it, and it very inconveniently seems to line up with the nights that we record. 
where I just you just have a day where you just like you're you're kind of done with Fully. being in the same house with you know with everybody. Fully. Um, and it sucks because I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to be completely just like with it, like out of bandwidth. Um, but that happened again. Um, and it happens again, like once a week and yeah, almost like clockwork. It's the night that we do this recording. So it's tough. Um, it's frustrating and, uh, definitely not my, I'm not being my best self. You know, I, I woke up this morning and did my yoga and went for a walk and like did all the, as many self care things that I could do. But at the end of the day, the literal end of the day, I just, I was out. I was out of juice. Yep. So. Yep. I get it. I've been listening to talks about real estate data standards for two days. now. I can't ima- imagine how that could ever get old. I mean, I'm, in I'm, any I'm, way. it's, it's a super nerdy topic about which I am super nerdy. And so I, I do enjoy it, but, um, these are a bunch of, Uber nerds, they, their nerdery is, um, they're just head and shoulders above me in the nerd, nerd, yeah. nerd front. And, uh, so yes, it can get quite, quite dry for one of the cool things, at least with my job is that it does kind of like dovetail into the kind of stuff that we're doing. Um, I was a part of a, um, another zoom call, um, about some features that we'll be adding that might actually make the software that I like that we make appealing to musicians who are doing what we're doing right now. Yeah, cool. I don't, I can't, you know, I won't go further than that. Yeah, it's not used to talk about. But but we're talking about some stuff and there should be a beta out this week that we can start, you know, seeing what it can do. That's cool. I was looking at, that's um, exciting. I was looking at ProPresenter for some, I mean, just things across the bottom of the screen and whatnot. And um, it looked pretty nice and it has a free trial version that looks pretty full featured. It's completely full. Like it's, it's the exact same program. Um, the demo version that you get off of our website has a watermark on the output. Mm. That's the only difference. Gotcha. Um, but we're also, I, I don't know if it's still happening, but there's a two week free trial that you can apply for um, just to remove that watermark to see if it's, you know, worth your while. Um, if you were doing, if you're going to like, you know, do it to it for real. Yeah, so that's good. That's good. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm working. We, we tried changing the schedule. We tried, um, Amber and I tried changing positions. Like she sat where I normally sit and I sat where she sat. I'm um, thinking that maybe, that, but I decided not to, uh, we were basically, I was basically trying to like keep the kids away from her during the day. Oh, crucial. It was an abject failure. They just don't care. No, they don't. I'm with you on this. Listen, Dan, you are not mommy. I'm not. I'm and not. You never will no be. No matter what I try. You bum. All, you know, other than that, things are great. Never better. Never better. Um, so let's move on into the next section of this show, Segway. which is Gear Talk. Gear Talk. Gear talk. So those of you who are watching us with your own two eyes may be aware uh, and have watched us before such that you could notice changes in things that are set up for us. Yep. Maybe noticing some new stuff on the screen with you. And those of you listening, uh, if you have better ears than me, you might be hearing changes. You might not. Hard to know. Yeah, I mean, th- this is definitely a, a trial run for sure of your situation. So for sure, we'll see how it ends up. For sure. So we are both now recording through the Shure SM7Bs. 
Ta da! They are. Um, it's nice. It's really nice. I will tell you the best part of this rig that I got set up is the Rode Pro One Boom. This yep. boom is incredible. I can put this thing anywhere I want it. It stays dead put. There's like no. Um, I, my old one, I had to torque the screws to make it stay put, and uh, this one is just balanced and it's just exquisite. I can just, ha, huh, just does exactly what I want. It's so nice. Um, yeah, we and, were being super nerdy looking up, you know, booms and stuff. Yeah, the other day, there, famous. Um, video I was like, what are the ones that casting, Joe Rogan uses? Yeah, Joe Rogan's boom costs four hundred dollars and has internal yeah. wiring and stuff. That's more than I need. This has some Pretty came cool. with some very good Velcro to attach the, the cable to it, and that works just fine. So very cool. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Well, in um, in anticipation of you getting new gear and me being an insecure person, um, I also <laughs> purchased uh, a bit more <laughs> a bit more stuff um, today. I'm I'm this this is a, a trial run. I'm actually running the SM7 through my Behringer XR16 as kind of an inline preamp. Yep. Um, there's also some light EQ compression and, uh, gating going on, um, in anticipation of a product that like, you know, all things when you need it, it will show up the next day. Mm. So we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, I got an update that it will be here Thursday. I, uh, purchased what they call a Soyuz, the launcher, the launcher, the launcher is a, is a, it's it's very similar to what you're using. I'm I'm assuming you've got a cloud lifter in front of your interface. I do. Um, and the cloud. Li- why don't you tell people what a well, cloud lifter does? So this mic is very good and very sensitive and very nice and has quite low signal output. And so to make it anywhere decent, you have to put it through an inline preamp. And there are several on the market, but the one that is sort of the standard is a thing called the cloud lifter. And it is. Yep. Um, it's claim to fame is that it gives you. 26 dB or something of uh, totally clean, uncolored boost. And uh, it gives you just pure signal boost with no noise. And um, and it's uh, good. And so, in fact, I'm running it into my new uh, Focusrite Scarlet 4i4 um, interface. And my gain knob on that is at about 1 o'clock. And it's all quite happy. Nice. I, you know, we'll see what it sounds like when I listen back to the recording of this. But in my in-ears, yeah. it sounds very nice. And um, yeah, I think it's all happy. Well, and for for the the audio nerds, so are you pushing phantom power into the cloud lifter, and then that's lifting and that's boosting the signal, or is it just straight in? No, no, it's it, it it's uh, phantom powered. Got it. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're shooting phantom power from the interface to the cloud lifter, mm-hmm. and then the cloud lifter is going passively from the cloud lifter to the mic. I believe that's true. Yes. Yeah. Just making sure. Yes. So what I got. Um, uh, the launcher by Soyuz is kind of the opposite, but also the exact same thing that you got. <laughs> the The premise of the um the Soyuz product is that it 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 col- it does color the signal, um, but in like a funky console mojo kind of way. Um, and I just figured it was just an interesting take on the whole thing. It's yeah. a it's a relatively new product. Actually, I had to like hit up a bunch of places to find one that was in stock. Mm. Um, and I figure if it works great, then that's fine. And if not, I'll just turn around and resell it. Cause again, they're kind of hard to come by. You know, in terms of input coloring, the, um, the focus, right. Scarlet has this air function that makes it yep. emulate one of their vintage preamps. I actually have mm-hmm. it on. I, I, it happens that I have the focus, right control app open right now. So here I am with the air turned on and here I am with it turned off. 
Yeah, just like a little bit of sizzle. A little bit of some, a little bit of, a little bit of, the a little less on, low end. A little bit more, yeah, a little sizzle, a little something crisp happening with it turned on, right? And now it's turned on and now it's turned off and now it's turned on, right? So I can hear it. I can hear a little difference. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how the Soyuz goes. Um, this was kind of like my attempt at seeing if I could put off buying a new interface because I feel like that's probably in the, in the cards. Yeah. Um, looking at a couple, um, options at the moment but not really feeling the price point so i figured i'd give this a shot i got a i got a good deal off a of retail for, um for that particular unit i'll give it a shot and um i've got a couple of things coming up that we'll talk about in just a second that um i'm eager to try it out on cool. so um yeah the other big gear thing is for those of you who are in the helix realm um the 2.9 firmware was released this week and let me tell you and, something um, i'm really proud of them about um yeah they, they have this bad habit of like announcing oh the new firmware is coming soon and then the all of the socials just implode around them and that you know for the next months like oh when's it coming everyone's teased and all worked up and this one yeah. dropped out of nowhere which is yeah really it's exactly how you should do it it's perfect well i know that's got to be challenging for them because like their california shelter in place like they are down to an absolute skeleton crew um, mm-hmm. but it rolled out and that was, uh, I think the, the big thing that a lot of people were really happy about was how easily it, the, the firmware update went. Yeah. Um, past ones have been kind of challenging. This one, um, was not, um, for those of you who don't know what this is about. So the Helix platform, um, falls across all different levels of hardware. So, um, you've got the full blown Helix floor units and the racks, um, the HX stomp and then Helix native, which is their plug-in version of that. All of those got updated this week. Um, the big updates were mostly like usability kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a bunch of new amps and a bunch of new pedals that it, that were added. It was mostly interface functionality kind of thing. But some good ones. Um, I mean, they get, they they brought yep. a whole new kind of flexibility to button layout, to st- uh, stomp yep. pedal layout, and um, yeah, some really good stuff happened in it. Yeah, the things that I noticed, um, I I updated my HX stomp to the new firmware. Um, it now has uh, little blinkies on either side of the signal chain that tell you um, kind of the how hot it is going in and going out. Yep. Uh, the, the stomp doesn't get the meters that the, the Helix does. Hmm. And right now, I, I was telling him before we, we went live that I'm staring at my Helix right now and going, I probably should have updated that while I was down here getting set up. But, you know, depending on how this conversation goes and how long it goes, maybe I'll do that when we get done. Sure. <clears throat> um, sure, yeah. And then the two... The two big, the the big things that got added that people were really stoked on uh, were the Rev Purple Channel mm-hmm. and the Legacy Drive, which is the Steve Vai Legacy Distortion Pedal. Um, if you follow us on Instagram or uh, in the Facebook group, I did post a little video of me playing through it just to kind of see what it sounded like. It's pretty tasty. Um, sounded pretty good. Yeah, a lot of people are posting some really good, really good stuff from it. And then me also, also including you. No, not including oh, me, but people also are posting me. good stuff, and then you posted stuff. <laughs> yes, I get it. exactly. I get it. I get it. I get it. Very nice. Listen, let's take just a, a half a sec to shout out to the people who have been commenting in the uh, live stream here. Dave Snow, good to see you. Doug McPherson would like to see what the special is behind you. Oh, let me let me lean over this way. It's the life of the parsley burger. Not the best pun that I've seen them do. No. He also points out the only thing worse than a mic nerd is a mic stand nerd and he's not wrong with that crystal mang's thing about getting a scarlet and i've had mine less than a week but i like it there's a lot to learn about it um the loopback stuff is um 
useful, but leaving it on um, accidentally will get you unpredictable results. Um, when signal shows up back in the input that you didn't mean to be. Um, and Ben Ivy says the preamp signal gain is, is it like a hang loose? It's hang loose. Yep. Yeah, for the SM7B. Also, nice job, bros. So that's the chatter on the live stream just at the moment. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. Very cool. This is all very exciting. It is. But yeah, um, so th- as far as those of you who haven't gone down the um, the Helix update ramp, um, uh, some people were having a hard time. I didn't run into any issues. Um, if you're remotely curious about it, I- I'd say it's worth it. Sure. Um, lots of new toys. One of the things that I really like is that it was doing that weird like 1A, 1B, whatever. Gone. Oh. Zero to 125. Oh, nice. That's the new move. The other new move is that the impulse responses are now tied to the file name and not the number. Right. So you don't have to have, you know, whatever special IR that you've got in slot 14 yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's good. Gonna, it's just going to find it. That's great. Um, that's great. Yeah. Big wins. All big wins all around. Plus, if I share a patch with you that uses a custom IR and we both have it, we don't have to sync up the order of our IRs and it just works. It'll just work. Exactly. But we don't share presets, do we? We never have. I'm sure we could. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what that's if about. If we were smart, we would like come up with like some branded ones and like sell oh, them. Or... If we were smart, why aren't we smart? We're just not. Just I don't not. know just, what just, to tell just you. born that way. Well, so it goes. So it goes. Hey, um, um, back to microphones for a sec. Yes. The um, On the butt end of this microphone, of both of ours, there are two little switchies. Yeah. yeah here right just for those of you watching at home. Two little switchies. And one of them, the one on the left, sets a low cut on the mic. Yeah. And the one on the right sets a mid boost. And I have opted to go ahead and set those both, uh, the low cut and the mid boost. And I think I like them. I think I like them. But it's, again, something to experiment with with this mic. Um, something I'm messing with. You have the, I can see from here, the low yeah. cut, but not the mid boost on. Yeah, this, I literally haven't touched it since it showed up <laughs> well, in my, in yeah, my garage. There's so much stuff to fiddle with. And I, I often feel like I don't have the ears to really distinguish what's good. I mean, even if I did, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll switch it next week and like everything change. I mean, a positive note, you know, I was worried that like you wouldn't sound like you anymore. You totally do. Sound like me. I'm not 100. percent I mean, there's a philosophical problem sounds, there. You know, if <laughs> sure, <laughs> who am I? If maybe I'm not, what but, I yeah, but maybe that break. is in effect the issue. You know, that you still sound like you. That could be the. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking for that mic that's going to get me out of you know pendulette <laughs> whatever, territory. Whatever this is. Whatever this is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. very good. Um, can't say enough nice things about new gear. Uh, if you have any new gear, you've been looking at stuff. Some people are spending their Trump checks on that. Um, you have to call it that. Comment or shoot us an email. Uh, speaking of emails and a couple things that happened over the past week, we were talking about money and that kind of thing. Um, we got a really lovely email um, mm. from one of our listeners that basically said, hey, you know what? I, I really, I, I really like what you guys are doing but I'm not really feeling the whole idea of having, um, of signing up for Patreon where money's just coming out every, you know, every month. I get it. Um, what can we, you know, do you have any, anything, any 
options, any alternative options. Um, so we talked about it and opted to go ahead and create a PayPal account for anybody who doesn't want to necessarily do that, but maybe want to, you know, shoot us some beer money or whatever. Um, and you can do that on PayPal, um, under CB confidential. It's another one of those where it's like, it's, it's not, they don't have enough thingies and it was either cover band confid like Twitter or something, something confidential. It made more sense. So, um, paypal.me slash cover band, uh, CB confidential. Sorry. Um, so just something, just to throw that out there. We don't need, we don't need your money. Nope. But if you like what you hear or, um, you're appreciating the increase in production value, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's you can throw cheap. us a couple of bones. That's not cheap. No. Not that we're doing it. For, no, you know, I'm happy to, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I realized sometime back that, um, um, you know, in a lot of rooms I play, I am probably among the higher paid people in the room in my day gig. And do I need that guy's $2 in my tip jar? I don't, I don't, I don't. But, um, I came to realize that, um, not having a tip jar out for him to put that money into actually doesn't work for him. He wants a way to express his appreciation for me. Yep. And in a certain way, not, not, preparing that for him, uh, it kind of rips him off. It kind of rips him off. Like he, he wants to be, you know, connecting with me in a way that like acknowledges something for me. And, uh, I don't, I don't need his money exactly. Um, and I'm, you know, I I say that with all awareness of my privilege and and luck and all of that, you know, all humility, humility about that. Um, but I, 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 I got over my weirdness about having a tip jar out when I realized that, People want a tip. They they're, they they feel weird when there's not a way for them to. Um, yeah, I mean, we have gone back and forth about that with like private events. But a friend of mine, a friend of the pod, actually, Jeff from the Riot, was like, "You're you're leaving money on the table." Yes, and we've talked about this before. Yes. But you know the the argument for and against it is kind of the same from both ends. Mm. Um, you know because. The the argument for not doing that is that, well, the client paid good money for you to come to their yep. space or their party right. to play the event. However, their guests didn't pay anything, and they're kind of in the same boat that your guy is, that they're there, yep. and somebody else, you know, footed the bill, and maybe they want to show their appreciation. You know, I mean, we've just kind of come to the, you know, the mindset that we'll put one out until somebody asks us to put it away. Right. And if I'm being perfectly honest, it's never happened. Nobody ever has, right? Nope. There you Not go. once. There you go. So and sometimes we make money and sometimes we don't. Sure. And that is what it is, you know? Yep. Totally. So this is kind of like that. If for you, you know, it's a it's it's a, an important thing in your heart to express your appreciation, but you are more than welcome to and totally not expected or uh, you know needed. So, it will, yeah, it's just a virtual tip jar. Yep. Just like anything else. Just like anything else. 100%. Well, very cool. Now, you have something cool coming up. So, this is, this this literally just kind of happened over the past couple of days and um, fell, I, I wouldn't say it fell into my lap because, if anything, I, I pulled it into my lap. Cool. Good job. Um, so, here's, here's the, here's the story. Um, you know, a lot of people playing stuff on um, on social media, um, and one of them is a guy that um, 
I became friends with through playing at churches. Uh, he owns a studio south of town. Um, just a super cool, really talented engineer and musician. Um, and I was just scrolling through, you know, the Cover Band Confidential account. And um, there was a video of him playing the outro solo to I Believe in a Thing Called Love. Mm. And I just DM'd him. I was like, straight up, you finish that song, I'll sing on it. And he literally like, nice. he was like, wait, so who's, do- who's playing on this? Like, it wasn't even like, <laughs> like I, you know, you, you, cause sometimes you DM somebody just kind of like, just for the hell of it. Right. Um, but he was like ready to go. Now the, the upside for that connection is that his studio, um, was a studio that a guy named, I don't there, there's a YouTube guy named Cooper drummer. If you've never heard of him, um, he's a very prominent YouTube musician and is a drummer and he's based in the Atlanta area. Um, and when he sent me back, he was like, well, who, who do you want, who do you think should play on it? I was like, well, is Cooper available? And he goes, let me ask. And so he texted him and he's like, yeah, Cooper's in. Cool. So there, that started it. And then I reached out to my friend, Cooper Carter, who we, you know, we interviewed a couple of months back. Right. right. Um, I was like, Hey, do you want to play one of the mid, the mid roll guitar solo? And he's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Sweet. So this whole this has turned from something that was kind of like you know not a big thing into kind of a big collabo kind of situation. So awesome. Um, I'm looking this up real quick. Yeah, Cooper Cooper Drummer has 2.47 million subscribers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that'll so, work. This is kind of a if it if we get this whole thing put together, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, and he will post it. You know, he already said he posted it on his pages and stuff. So, um. But now I've got like a bunch of work to do, right? Because my my task was rhythm guitar, all vocals, and then also there's like a little key interlude that I've got to like map out on that keytar. Mm. So I'm do, doing a lot of doing a lot of stuff. That's good. Wearing a lot of hats. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of part of the reason why I was like, well, I'll get this cool console sounding thing, you know, as a way to kind of zhuzh. Uh, my sound yeah, um yeah. as it's being mixed by somebody else um and it was just kind of it was just kind of a cool situation where um i guess uh talent met opportunity mm-hmm. I, I don't know yeah yeah it's good and so maybe it'll be a big well, deal maybe you, it won't you, be i mean the other thing is you reached out and you you know had the idea for who you wanted on it and you know things can't things well things do sometimes just work out but they work out a lot more often when you make them work out well, and that, like, that's why I said, like, it didn't fall into my lap. Right. I, I, I pulled it totally. into my lap, but it was a situation where I saw something. And I, I believe in a thing you call love has been one of those songs that just kind of like, is just, it, it's one of those things that I know that I can do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a song that I've almost every single band that I've ever been in since that song has been released has played because it is a thing that I can do. Right. You know, um, every, every single one of you, has got like a song that's like, I I got this, yeah, and I've got it in a way that other people don't, right? And that's just one. That song is that for me. Cool. Um. So yeah. Awesome. It, when do you get started yeah. on it? Um. I was waiting to see if the the drum. I think the drums have already been laid mm-hmm. down. I just I was waiting for some stems. I mean, technically, I don't need them because I know what the tempo is, so I could just start laying down rhythm guitar and then 
um, for the people who saw the video that I posted this, you know, this afternoon, it yeah. was the mid roll solo too, I believe in a thing called love. So I, it's definitely, it's been on the brain. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll probably start working on that. Um, this week, um, Cooper Carter gave me kind of like a two week window. So we'll, we'll see about, uh, about that. And, um, you know, I'll kind of just start getting, getting to it. It's fun. As they say, it's really fun. And then, um, to bring it back to members only, Chris, who is one of our bass subs, um, is also friends with that studio guy. And he's like, you think Chris would play bass? And I was like, yeah, of course. And Chris is a very talented bass player. So that'll be fun. Cool. So it's an opportunity to make music with people that I wouldn't normally get to sit in a room with, which kind of makes the, you know, makes the whole YouTube online collaboration thing super, super cool. Yeah, it's so, awesome. It's awesome. Very excited. It's awesome. The Lincolns have been talking about doing something like that. Um, and uh, <laughs> just, we've just been talking. We haven't done anything. But I think the place to start would be with um, one of our tracked songs where we already know it really well and we have a click we can all record to. Yep. Um, so maybe I'll... Uh, one of these weeks we can talk about how we've accomplished that. Oh, and also the, the, my Sharona video, right. Finally got posted. Yeah, it was nice. Um, that one was just kind of a, again, kind of like a passing idea, um, that I, we just finally just got around to, to putting out. Yep. Um, it went, I mean, it, the numbers were really pretty solid on it. Um, as far as, uh, viewership and sharing and that kind of thing, it's, it's north of 3000 plays at this point across all of the channels that we put it on. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's good. really all you, all one could hope for. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I've yeah. been, you know, putting out these weekly um, variety show things where I bring on a guest and do a live stream very much like this. And um, last week had Jeff wall. Yeah. Big dumb hick. And um, he's great. And that was cross posted on our account. It was well, cross posted all over the place. Got to sit in for it for a bit. All over the place. Yeah, I, I need to work on. Um, Zoom has uh, very aggressive sound control, um, noise cancellation stuff happening there. the The noise gate on it is really high, and then everything above it is super compressed. So it's like either full bang coming out of the guitar or nothing at all. Yeah. And so there is a way to turn that off. Um, um, in fact, up in your top left corner of your window, you should have a thing that's about turn on or off original sound. I think, I think I had that set up on the zoom channel that I, uh, that we're on right now. Do you see anything about that? Um, I see something that says automatically adjust microphone volume. Um, original sound is what they call just the mic, just the mic input without any of their compression and weirdness. And um, I need to, I need to figure out how to, you have to configure ugh, your zoom account so that, that functions available to the person you're oh it's a whole thing and then and then train them how to turn it on um, yeah which is probably about as hard and so um i'm working on that i don't know i may i may have a breakthrough here and have better sound although um full uh disclosure for people um interested in the live streaming thing we tried to set up um over skype and do and use Skype instead of Zoom today, and it was the audio was terrible. Yeah, it just wasn't great. Yeah, although that might have been that I didn't know how to use my mic yet. Also, that. So we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah, I'm messing with my hair, which you know normally wouldn't matter. But, but our but, audio know. listeners don't know or care, so I know. But I'm looking at myself doing it. And I'm going, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you're sitting in, you're sitting in Bob's Burgers. 
I mean, I can I can sit elsewhere, but you know, that's but again, again it would just irritate our audio listeners because they can't see your background change. Exactly. Despite being in Pee Wee's Playhouse, all of a sudden. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Zoom's fun. Um, it has been, I, I, I would say, a value add to the whole conversation. Well, indeed, to the culture at this moment, Zoom is, you know, has taken off in a way that's pretty intense. That being said, in order to use my phone as a camera, I did have to like jump back a couple of generations of Zooms, which is probably not great yeah. because of their whole security situation. Right, 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 so right. there are people in China that are definitely listening to us have this conversation. I don't think they're getting anything out of it, but... I don't know. There may be cover bands in China. Surely there are. Oh, sure. There have to be cover bands in China. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there's... There, yeah, you are 100% right. You know, my uh, my drummer, Tony, is um, travels a lot for work. He goes to Asia and Europe and stuff. And um, he um, <laughs> has a challenge he sets for the salespeople in his company to get mm-hmm. him on stage. Like when they go out for like a company yeah. thing and there's a live band, like, all right, sell me to the band. Get me on stage. He's an amazing drummer. And so we have video of him playing with like random street bar bands in, you know, Vietnam or it's, yeah. it's pretty good. Well, and that was that was a conversation that came up on the um, the Facebook group this week. Was um, have you ever had a situation? Because I posted that meme um, with Wes Scantlin on it. That was like, hey, my boyfriend plays music, and it's uh, and for those of you who haven't been keeping up with that whole thing, um, Puddle of Mud did like some serious XM deal where they played an acoustic version of About a Girl uh, by Nirvana, and let's just say he was having a hard time mm. vocally. Um, I don't know when that was shot. It could have been at like six in the morning. Right. You know, there could have been many reasons. Like we've all had bad performances. And Nirvana's um, tough. Yeah. I mean, it, it isn't easy. Um, and he's kind of made his whole nut off of kind of sounding like right. Kurt Cobain. Right. That's kind of been what he models himself after. So one of two things that happened. He either had a bad day or a, a bad morning, or he has been doing that so long that he's completely, you know, destroyed his voice. Right. Either one is probable, but um, the conversation about that was, well, how many times has that happened versus like somebody has said, oh, I do this and let me come up and then they're, they're really, really great. Right. And the, the general consensus is not terribly often. Because here's the thing, people like us, when they go and see bands, we're fine. We're fine. We don't need to be up there. Fine. No, we don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't, I, I don't necessarily have to go in and go, oh, you know, I could do that. But like, no, let them do whatever they're doing. Yeah. Like I'm here, I'm, I'm a civilian, like I yeah. don't need this. Well, and I don't really want any incursions on my show, so why would I? It's assert myself on theirs, right? Like, it's, yeah, it's just not. Which makes me think that anyone who wants to do that is probably not a professional, and exactly, I, you know, that's uh, makes the assertion that they are really good a uh, yeah question. So I was, um, I, I actually have an example of both of those things happening at the exact same time. Oh, all right. So here's the deal. Um, a couple of years back, um, when I was still working with the Yacht Rock guys, um, we played a wedding right outside of, um, my town and the drummer, I'm sorry, 
the the groom was a drummer hmm. with a with another guy who was a guest of the uh at the wedding okay. uh who happened to be Kim Ballard who is the current keyboard player for Elton John. Huh, wow. So once we found out that that was happening, um you know, we added a couple of um we added a couple of Elton John songs. We did uh, "Little Genie," sure, which is a I love, God, such a great song, um, and a couple of others. And um, at some point in the evening, Kim came up with the groom, and he played. Kim played keys, and the guy played drums. And what what we were dealing with was a very seasoned, super professional keyboard player, right? And that guy <laughs> on drums at his own wedding at his own wedding, yeah. which is, you know, he paid for it. Yeah. Totally within his right sure. to do that. Yeah. And we played like Mustang Sally and a couple of other, what I mean, just the, that kind of standard stuff. Um, but I'll, I'll say this, Kim Ballard is a super talented musician and a 100% like nice guy. Cool. Um, I actually still have his number in my phone. Like, we hung out afterwards. I have a picture of me. I will not post it. Um, <laughs> we had had many Chardonnays at that mm. point. Um, but he was super nice. And I, I, it was very nice of him to offer his phone number to me. I would never in a million years call him um, because I just, I, I, I would not impose on a person like that. Um, but it's kind of cool to be like, yeah, here it is, you know? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Adam Moskowitz just jumped in and said, sit-ins can be super fun, but probably more so in a jam slash improvisational setting. For sure. So, yeah. For sure. Um, cover bands from the Philippines are next level. You used to see them all over Hong Kong. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, um, you're not, you're more times than not, it's going to be less of column B and more of column A. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Hey, I dig having some live feedback from listeners as we're yeah doing this. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 enough to kind of like you know pop in yeah and then pop back Just out. Some real time. We don't have we don't have any like edge lords telling us that we look <laughs> fat and old. Like we did last time. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we are fat and we are old, but yeah. like yeah, no. On. Look, they're not wrong. It's like, just rude I, to point. I it know out. that. Okay, it's rude to point <laughs> it out is the thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, man. Cool. Well, I think I think that was great. Me too. Me too. But it's probably time to uh to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, hit the trail. Hit the I mean, I'm gonna, I'm going to go upstairs. Eject your switch. Yeah, yeah, just hit the release valve. I'm going to go upstairs and, you know, go to bed. Plan. That's at least that's my short-term plan. I like plan. it. I like it. Very good. Very good. Well, guys, um, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, this is, this is episode 99. 99. Oh, and it's not special in any way because a hundred is not the next episode. It's not. So for those of you who didn't listen last week, we are going from episode 99 to episode 101. We'll come um, back to 100 when the, when the season is right. When the, when the time is right. Yeah. Um, and it will be, it will, I, I, I hope we're not overselling the whole prospect of that. Well, we're going to have to make sure it's really awesome. I got yeah. No pressure though. No. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be good. We can do it. We can do it. But we're just not yes. doing it now. We're just not. No. We're gonna wait until 
the world is in a better mood. 100%. Yeah. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for your continued support. Um, do all the things that we're about to do in our little post roll. But it's going to do it for us for, uh, for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, episode 99, dude. 99. 99. Have a good week, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com, and consider supporting us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.